0: to another episode of my podcast where i only do a few months because i just realized that the last time I it was in may um so it's been four months so a lot has happened but anyway welcome back it's currently 12 a.m and i'm recording this because i am very inspired and my um inspiration comes and goes in weird ways so there you have it i am currently recording at 12 a.m in the morning Everything it's fine. Um, so, this podcast, I am going to talk about a couple of things. Number one is I moved to a new city. I moved to Ho Chi Minh City um, for my internship. I'm going to talk about my internship because that's very exciting. It's all I think about, and it's all I do these days. And other transitions, um, other life transitions, I guess. Just updates on school. What else do we have? Yeah, I guess a lot of connecting with people, a lot of learning, a lot of self-reflection, yeah. So, if you don't know, I moved back to Vietnam in March, and I've since, I've stayed here for six months, which is the longest period I've ever been here ever since I um, leave home in 2017 and moved to the States for my university, so um, it's been... Honestly, like six months doesn't sound that long, but I feel like it's really, really long because usually the maximum amount of time that I'm going to stay home is just around three months. And so six months feels like a lifetime, which is ridiculous. But um, what have I done, what I've been through in that six months, I would say a lot of things. Number one is that I've learned to speak Vietnamese like pretty much a normal person. Um, I actually was thinking of recording this episode in Vietnamese. But then I realized that I think I do have a couple of friends who don't speak Vietnamese who listen to this podcast, so you're welcome. Um, and so I've always been recording this in English, so I will continue doing that. But anyway, be- being here for six months, I really, like one of my goals is to be able to speak Vietnamese like normal it's not that i never ever speak it in a weird way but i realized that after studying abroad for so long a lot of the words i don't know how to say precisely or i would i would say the word like um in vietnamese a lot it's just i just want to kind of having a full conversation without using the word like and then not knowing certain words and using english substitutes when i can't think of it and so that's one of my biggest goals. When I decided to not decided, but when I realized that I'm going to stay here for long, um, and I'm proud to say that I've been able to do that. I've I have been speaking Vietnamese a lot, and when I'm around people, I does not use any English word at all. Um, maybe for my friends who study in the in the U.S., I use like one or two word here and there, but for people who just live here in Vietnam fully. I don't use any single English word and I'm very proud of myself for that. Anyway, the second thing is that I realized after staying here for six months is that, you know, moving back here and staying here permanently, it's actually really cool. Like I am fine with that. Before I come home in March, like when I was still in the States, I was just in this mindset thinking that, you know, my university is here, my education is here, Um, I feel like I am so used to that environment, I'm used to that pace, and I'm used to the working style and everything in the US that I don't really see myself um, just moving and working at home permanently because I don't think the working culture and the working style is as professional as it can be in the US. which I think it's not really true because after I moved back here and then I worked at, at a small company for like a few months and then I moved in to Ho Chi Minh City to intern right now I feel that people are really professional and there is just so much to learn and as a new grad really you can work anywhere and you can learn a lot of things so I don't know I just I just gradually kind of developed this love and like found this love of vietnam again and for my city and now for a new city which we're going to get into because it's a lot of fun things to talk about and i have so many emotions i have so many thoughts about this city and i've been here for like three and a half i guess three and a half weeks um it's been a lot of good experience it's been a lot of learning a lot of exploring a lot of connecting with people um it's just been a good experience so far now let's talk about Ho Chi Minh City aka Saigon um so it's a new city for me I did I have traveled here before but I've never stayed here for long and to be very honest I've never thought about this city being something that I care a lot about or think that it's cool or that I love before because for me it's just a place that just like Hanoi but it has a lot of shops and a lot of restaurants like that's how I view Ho Chi Minh City for so long because whenever I'm here all I do is just go to malls and then like eat at restaurants and basically that is that is everything but right now like as um, almost graduate and will soon to be professional I was able to look at this city at a completely different lens and it's just really interesting to see how Like, it is different from my life in the U.S. for one, different from my life in Hanukkah for two. I just, I love traveling so much, and I just really love the feeling of moving to a new city and kind of exploring and understanding the culture, interacting with people, and just trying out new things and seeing a new place. Um, And so one of the first things that I realized, like, of Ho Chi Minh City and how it's very different is like the vibe of it. It is just so dynamic, it's so busy, it's so noisy. Like people are, you know, out of the streets, traffic, cars, motorbikes are everywhere. And you think that that is the norm because Hanoi also have that, but in here it's, it's like a completely different level. Motorbikes, they come from everywhere and they're so unruly, but in somehow in a organized way um, it's scary, but at the same time, it's kind of impressive. Um, another thing of the city that I was pretty surprised by, it's the diversity. I don't think I have ever experienced that anywhere else in Vietnam. There are so many different types of people here. They're students, they're there entrepreneurs, they're ex- expats. There are people who are impoverished. There are people who are probably millionaires, um, they're teachers. They're backpackers, but probably not a lot right now. But there are all kinds of people. There are, Oh, there are office workers. Those people are an <laughs> indispensable part of any city. But what I mean is that, you know, walking out down the street or just living here, you realize that there are just such a rich life and rich nature of this city that you can't really find, you know, very apparent elsewhere i guess um and there's there are things for everyone right there are restaurants that are ridiculous expensive that i would never dream of walking in but there are also places that are also incredibly cheap incredibly affordable that almost everyone can afford there are street food stalls or there are so fancy places in the malls like worldwide chain and there are like super fancy i don't know restaurants um it it really reminds me of something like new york in the u.s where you kind of you know walking down the street and you can see all different types of people doing different things and they have probably different stories they experiences, experience it and you will never know like what's happening to what's happening in their life like what struggles you're having today and it's just really fascinating to be in part of that melting pot of that such diverse place that you feel like you can get lost or you feel like you're just a small like a tiny speck in this whole society in this whole place which i think is just so interesting and you feel like you can do whatever you want and people don't care or don't remember about you in this city which i think is something that it's really impressive i feel like for in hanoi it's more traditional it's more kind of structure if you do something a little bit weird people will look at you um if you were too short shorts or if you were like too revealing clothes people will look at you but in here i don't think people care that much i mean probably people still stare but i i think that generally people don't care about that much you can be who you are you can be whatever you want um and it's fine and that really reminds me of kind of the vibe and the environment that I am more used to in the US more than in Vietnam. Um, third thing is that, not the third thing, I think the second thing, the people. That's one of the, I think one of the very beautiful things of the city is that everyone is just so open and everyone is really friendly and hospitable hospitable is that a word um I really like the fact that they're very honest and they're very outspoken like whatever they think they will say it and they will be very kind of honest with you rather than just keeping the grievance for themselves or like not saying anything and I think I'm like I'm guilty of that because i'm I'm an introvert and I a lot of times I'm like I'm pretty reserved and I keep a lot of my opinions and a lot of my feelings and emotions for myself and even when i like something a lot or when i hate something a lot i don't always say um which it's ironic because i don't like it when people do that yet i do that um and that's one of the things i really like about people in here is that they're just so communicative and they're just so open like whatever they think or whatever they like want to express they will say it which is sometimes it's kind of like annoying but for the most part, I really, really like it. And I think that really pushed me to just be more open with communication and just share my opinions and share my feelings, share my emotions more, which is always good because I definitely need that. The third thing is the food. There's just, again, so much diversity. You literally have everything from like fancy stuff to kind of street food that are so diverse and it's from all regions in Vietnam and from neighboring countries. And you have these fancy desserts, which are like 300,000 or 200,000 per piece. And then you have these kind of like me, which is just so rustic and simple that it's like $20,000, not dollars, 20,000 Vietnam Dome. Um, You know, there's everything for everyone. And I'm such a foodie. I love trying new food. Um, I love eating. And so this city, it's like a dream for me because it's never ending. There are always new things to eat. There's Chinese food. There's Japanese food. There is northern food. There is everything for you to try. And I, I just love it so much. Oh, and I love desserts. And there's so many different types of desserts in here. They have mochi donuts, which I've tried. and I think it's genius. And lastly it's about shopping it's about spending money it's one of the things that i found really interesting about cities that people are much more willing to buy things and to spend money definitely like people from hanoi they're more frugal they keep their money they don't like they would save their money and they would invest in something like a house or pay for the children to go study abroad or do something that needs a lot of money but i feel like people in here they're just so easy with money and they just they really want to enjoy life and they want to kind of go out for coffee they want to you know have dinner outside eat out more often um invest in not invest but like buy a lot of kind of more expensive stuff for example apple watch something pretty common like the latest phones and all that type of stuff which is not very common when you're in hanoi because people they want to save money and i guess that's just like a different lifestyle but it's real interesting to see how people view money and people view like spendings and kind of saving money for the future i have not talked to like a person specifically on how they view money and how they view savings but generally i do see that people are just so easy in spending money and they're so willing to spend money on experiences or goods or just like things that make people happy on a day-to-day basis but doesn't necessarily mean like long-term investment if that makes sense and the third thing that i want to talk about it's my internship Um, apparently that's the reason why i moved into here and it's it allows me to learn a lot and also gives me a lot of things to think about it's it's a really good experience so far and it's um, it's been a good time so I have been interning for three weeks now next week's gonna be the fourth week um, and I'm a supply chain intern at Suntory PepsiCo so it's just it's this so in Vietnam Pepsi splits into two company one is century pepsico which produce your the beverage you know and love for example pepsi t plus aquafina mirinda twister um sting all that good stuff and then there's another pepsi which is pepsico food and they produce like lays potato chips and all that sort of stuff so i work at century pepsico which produce beverage um it's also called sp pvb i believe century pepsico vietnam beverage so i've been here for three weeks and as a supply chain intern and it's it's just it's been such an ex- interesting experience because i have never worked at a big company like this before like i've never worked at a multinational company i guess it, it's a really cool experience number one it's a multinational company there are so many people in the firm there are department for everything marketing finance IT supply chain procurement anything you can think of there's a department for it and it's kind of sectioned off pretty separately i haven't been here long enough to understand if like the departments are silo or do they really work together but i feel like it's just it's a world different from what i've used to because i've always been working in pretty small organization and everything is kind of integrated and people, there's just like 10, 15 people sitting in one office and everyone knows what other people are doing. And there's not really a designated kind of group of people to do admin stuff or just doing accounting. Um, so being in this huge company, it's really interesting to see how like one department only do one thing, like human resource only do that. And then supply chain do super specialized stuff in supply chain. And marketing people do super specialized stuff in marketing. That doesn't really involve... I mean, it does, but it doesn't involve that much with other departments. And so that's one really, really interesting experience to see. And it's such a huge company. I don't know how many people exactly are in that firm. But on my floor, probably like around 100 or more people. And I don't know... Probably, I don't know half of them. So... There are a lot of people at that company. And I think there are three floors. The company, it's probably three floors of like 100 people. So maybe 300, 400 people at the company. And that doesn't count people at, the, at like the factories too. So there are a lot of people. Um, the second point of internship is I finally, I'm finally able to connect what I'm learning in the classroom with the real world which you might think it's weird because i am like a final year and i've interned probably this is my fourth place that i've interned at and i've never really been able to apply everything i learned in the classroom and supply chain specifically until i work in this company and until i work in this position like i'm currently learning a course right now at call um what is that call lean six sigma and quality manufacturing so it's all about like i say quality manufacturing and process improvement how to do everything efficiently and at the same time interning there's manufacturing there's a lot of process improvement there is a lot of things that need quality that needs efficiency and i was really able to connect with what i learned in that class to my daily tasks which I think it's fascinating and I'm so grateful. It makes my work much better because I understand the knowledge, understand theory under what I'm doing. And it makes my coursework more like easier to digest. And it's just more intuitive because now I'm doing in real life and I was able to really understand and really remember what these theories mean and how they can apply to real life. And so I'm like immensely grateful. I in one of my tasks my internship I have to draw this um what is that called Swim lane diagram. And this semester I'm also doing taking a class called business analysis and modeling. And that class also asks us to draw that swimlane diagram. It also teach um, teach to us to do that. And it was much more intuitive to me because I've drawn that at work and now I really understand it. And I was just able to draw it with much ease and it kind of just, it doesn't, it makes sense to me, you know. And so I'm just so grateful and I'm really happy because what I'm doing at work is relating to what I'm studying, which is always very exciting. Um, What else? The third thing is, okay, connecting with people in the same field. Like I'm reading off the Google Doc that I'm writing. Definitely working at this company right now gives me a really good leverage to connect with people. Because now I have like kind of a foot in the door. I have something to my name and I'm like doing something that's super relevant to my degree. It's just easier to connect people who are doing the same thing either they're interning or either they are just young professionals just joined the field um and it's been really interesting just connecting and reaching out to people and learning about their experience i mean definitely networking is something that i have always fretted ever since i begin my undergrad career in business school do not understand why we networking do not like it i am a very very introverted person and it's not that i hate people but i'm like i don't like the idea of kind of going out there and trying to quote unquote connect with as many people as possible i to be honest i was very against the idea of networking and i was really confused about why we need networking for a very long time probably for two years of my my first two years of undergrad i was like I don't understand the point behind this, and I think this is really fluff and doesn't really bring any value. Oh boy, am I wrong? I think gradually, after I got to my senior, not senior, my junior year, which is my third year in college, like, I gradually realized the value of networking, quote unquote, and connecting with people. I mean, the networking, that, the word networking itself brings really negative connotations or at least to me but like how i understand it is just to talk to people um share your stories listen to other people's story see if there's any kind of intersection of both of your stories or experience and then you can you know keep in touch and support each other when needed you can help the other person or the other person can help me or like the other person can help you Never go into a networking session expecting that you need to get something out of that person because that would never lead to anything like positive. And I don't mean that, for example, like if you want to do an informational interview, of course, you're picking their brains. You're learning from their experience and everything. But what I meant is that never go into a networking session or like a conversation with someone thinking that, I will need this job from this person, or like I will need this internship, or i will need I will need to have a recommendation from this person in order to get something um that is a no no for me, and I definitely think that's like a universal thing it's i i don't know I think gradually I find the kind of the excitement and the fun and connecting and talking with people. A lot of time, it's just doing the same thing and won't have a conversation of what the other person is doing. And it's just good. You know, it's always nice meeting new friends. And I think for me, you know, when I'm finally interning at this place, it's just much easier for me to connect with other folks who are maybe a little bit older than me or the same age as me and they're studying the same thing. It's just so fun to see what they're doing and how they got this opportunity and what are their prior experience and what they feel about this field, ah oh, fascinating stuff so i'm just i'm forever grateful that i got to work at my current company because it's just it's good um in the fifth thing or the fourth thing okay the fourth thing i want to talk about is work and interning taking initiative at work um kind of asking work and giving out your opinion as an intern or like as someone who is not very experienced in the organization. I think for me, when I come in, because this is my third week, right? I haven't been here for very long. So I came in, I was pretty afraid. I was very scared because I know that I don't have a lot of experience. People there are, have worked there probably for around six seven ten years some people work there for like 15 years depends on the people but a lot of them are kind of pretty old i guess like 35 to 40 45 ish um and so i'm like i'm the youngest person in the entire company i'm pretty sure and in that department definitely i'm the youngest person and so i i was very intimidated and i was very scared i don't want to Ask. Not like I asked a lot of questions, but I guess I'm just a lot of times I'm sitting in my little chair, little space, and I don't want to kind of voice my opinion or just contribute something when I'm not asked, which I think is, I mean, in some instances, it's good. Like, you shouldn't always talk because people don't really need interns input all the time right but there's definitely space for it and i think that's one of the things that i need to improve and i need to um, get over it which is to contribute more as an intern just not not be too afraid of not knowing things because i think the biggest thing that makes are the people there more experienced than me it's because they work there and it doesn't necessarily mean that they know everything, right? Um, and so definitely I want to really improve that. Another thing it's taking initiative, asking for more work. Um, that's definitely one of the important things of being an intern because you don't know how to do a lot of things. And a lot of time people are busy, so they just you know, just leave you there sitting doing nothing. Um, not that I do that. I do have my projects and I do have work, but of course there are moments at work wherein I don't really have anything to do and I'm just sitting there And I feel, sometimes I feel really, um, I don't know, weird because I don't have any work there. Um, And I am also afraid to ask my manager because she is very busy. I really like her. Um, Honestly, I love everyone in my company, but sometimes a little bit intimidated by her because she is so busy. And I don't always, I don't want to like bother her, but definitely ask for work, ask for more responsibilities. I think that's very important. I have definitely do that. Not as often as I would like, but I've definitely done that. But of course, there's always room for improvement. So take note in that. The last thing about internship is after moving in here, I realized that there's so many opportunities for work in this city that it's actually ridiculous. There are every, not every, but Companies all over the world, all of the multinational companies, all of these huge big companies that I have never thought that they have present in Vietnam, they're here. Their office is huge and big in District One and literally there's every everything that you can think of. They could be um fast moving consumer goods, P and G, Union Lever, or they can be Banked, Deutsche Bank, JB Morgan, Citibank, or they can be big four kpmg pwc whatever what else like there are a lot of logistics companies as well and what else is there oh i'm pretty sure there are like furniture companies and a lot of design companies oh and there's probably marketing agency as well there's just everything for everyone there's so many opportunities and so as a supply chain major, I have almost, before I got this internship, I almost quit my major because I don't see a future of having a job in related to my field in Hanoi. But luckily, I got an internship here and I was able to see how many opportunities the city has to offer. Um, and so it's, you learn new things every day.